Hello, I'm Leanne Rubesom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. I'm an author and speaker, prophetic teacher, and intercessor. Welcome. I'm going to be doing a series of episodes on knowing your seasons of prayer. As the thoughts for this series on intercession started coming together, the passage found in Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 8 came to mind. It's that familiar uh, passage that starts out, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. And as I studied it, I was struck by how relevant many of the thoughts in it are to the seasons of prayer which we intercessors experience. As we mature in God's school of prayer, we begin to realize that effective prayer does not fit a cut and dried formula. If we expect it to, we will soon be severely disappointed. God is not a God of methodic formulas. He's a God of relationship. He has transferred his authority in the earth to us, his body, and the Bible promises are always to be counted on. He's not capricious in doling out answers to prayer, and we can expect with perfect confidence to receive whatever the word promises, but neither is he a glorified gumball machine where we put in our quarter, our method, and out pops the gum, the answer to prayer, if we do everything exactly right. True prayer is about going on a journey hand in hand with the Lord. It is about trust, growing in our understanding of his character and purposes, learning to pray the yearnings of his heart. And it is a journey which takes us through various seasons. Understanding that our prayer life does not remain static is part of being an effective prayer warrior. Flowing with the seasons God has planned for us helps us to not grow weary and heartbroken in the well-doing ministry of prayer. So let's start with the topic, a time to contend and a time to rest. And we'll go back to Ecclesiastes 3 uh, verses 1, 7, and 8 to begin. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time of war and a time of peace. We must contend for our promises. God doesn't do anything unless we pray it through. So if you don't get what he promised, it's because you haven't prayed enough into it. Well, if God really said it, it will just happen. These are two positions people tend to take on obtaining the promises of God. One is that we must war and strain every prayer muscle to receive our answer. The other is that, because God is faithful to do whatever he speaks, we can just sit back and wait without putting any effort into receiving. Dedicated contenders, when the desired result does not arrive within the expected window of time, tend to blame themselves. I didn't pray enough. I didn't have enough faith. I must not have prayed exactly right. God isn't hearing me because I'm not perfect. I must have spoken a wrong confession somewhere along the line. 
Those who think the promise should happen because of God's sovereignty without their intercession may rationalize their disappointment with, I must not have heard God right. Maybe God changed his mind and has something else for me now. Each extreme has its problems. Constant contenders often end up making a God out of what they are praying for. Their focus becomes fastened on the promise rather than on Jesus, the promise giver. They find it very hard to cast their cares upon the Lord, as 1 Peter 5, 7 instructs us to do. Not only is the longed-for result a God, but they end up making a God of themselves, subconsciously believing that it is solely upon their shoulders to bring the solution through their prayers. On the other hand, those who don't think they need to pray into their promises tend not to value very highly what God has spoken to them. They may even forget what the Lord has said. This can be due to laziness, or it can be a defense mechanism against a hidden fear that God will not hear them anyway. Truth usually resides somewhere between two extremes, and that is certainly the case when it comes to contending for versus resting in our promises. Truly, there is a time to contend and a time to refrain from contending, a time to hug a promise tightly and a time to let it rest in your bosom. The challenge is in knowing which we should be doing at any given time. Whenever the Lord gives us a personal word or enlivens a scripture promise to us, part of the process of seeing that word through to fulfillment is praying back to him what he has revealed to us. We partner with God through prayer to bring his will into our earthly realm, just as Jesus taught his disciples to pray in Matthew 6.10, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There will come a day when the kingdom will come and God's perfect will will be fully done on earth. But in the meantime, we have the honor of establishing a measure of God's will on earth through prayer, whether it be for our own lives, for the lives of our family and friends, or even for an entire region or nation. In the early stages of understanding what the will of God is in a particular matter, we're going to contend a lot. When the revelation is fresh, when God has just begun to speak to us about his plans for our life, or when a desperate need has newly come to our attention, the ardor with which we pray for the fulfillment can be tremendous. And this is as it should be. We kickstart the prayer assault with lots of firepower. We leverage the word of God against the obstacles which stand in the way. But what about when the battle drags on through years, perhaps, and the fulfillment that you long for is still nowhere to be seen? It is in the lengthy prayer battle that we have the tendency to become discouraged. Some have lost their hope and faith because they have worn themselves out contending nonstop for their answers. This is why we must learn when to shift from the season of contending, even into the season of rest. We will talk about the specifics of how to do that in our next episode. 
This is Leanne Robesom with Out of the Fire. You can visit me at characterbuildingforfamilies.com.